Good morning, everybody. Happy Friday to you. It's 10 o'clock. Uh, it's time for Tim with Tim. Good to see you. How are you doing today? Has it been a good week for you? Uh, it's been a weird week for me. Of course, I started out the week uh, in Florida on Monday. We drove back on Monday. I got back in the office on Tuesday. I've been with you on Tim with Tim since Wednesday. So this is really, a, I guess, a short Tim with Tim week. Um, but uh, it's good to be back with you. And I really do enjoy being in the Word uh, I'm loving this section of Isaiah. We go verse by verse through the Word of God, and we're in the book of Isaiah. Uh, kind of in the home stretch now. We're in chapter 52 today. We'll do chapter 53 on Monday. I can't wait for that. Uh, Isaiah is long. It really is. And uh, honestly, as I'm thinking about reading through the Word of God with you guys, I'm always trying to, to pace that. I don't want us to get uh, too... I don't want to say bogged down. It's the Word of God. I don't want to say anything that makes it seem negative, but we can all agree there are some parts of Scripture that are just easier to read than other parts of Scripture. Some of them just grab you, and others, you, you know, you, you just feel like you're, you're, you're pushing through it. Um, there are sections of Isaiah that are very repetitive, just especially that early part. There's so much judgment, judgment of the nations. It, it, it seemed to be much the same day after day, but we but we powered through. I think God fed us with his word in a beautiful way and in ways we didn't expect. And now, gosh, this last section, the book of comfort is just so beautiful. And Isaiah chapter 52 has uh, at least one of my really favorite verses. So let's, let, let's jump into it. This morning uh, in my reading, I'm just kind of reminding myself that, that this word that Isaiah brings, for example, in what we're reading today, um, it's very triumphant. It's very, you know, it's celebratory. But I just want to remind you that this word from the prophet, this word of God, comes in that moment that is between despair and hope. I mean, complete hopelessness, giving up hope, and 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 the celebration of of everything you're hoping for. It's it's that, you know, how we say it, it's always darkest right before the dawn. Well, this is in that really dark place right before the dawn. And, and the passage celebrates the dawn and the, the, the coming of the dawn, but, but it ain't happening yet, you know? So it's that strange, difficult place where you really, really, really want to quit right before you win. Back in the Exodus, I think I said to you that, that the devil always hits hardest right before he's defeated for good, you know? Right before you get final victory is a moment when the devil's going to hit you so hard and make you think you already lost. And, and so this is what I'm saying. Isaiah chapter 52 comes in that moment, that, that moment. That moment in the race when your legs are given out and you think you're going to collapse, but you're right there at the finish line, you know? And so uh, Isaiah chapter 52 is proclaiming this deliverance that's not quite here yet, but it's so close you can almost taste it. You with me now? Now, so Isaiah chapter 52 picks up right there with, wake up, wake up, O Zion, clothe yourself with strength, you know, rise up, wake up, but also make up, you know, uh, get dressed uh, because uh, it's over, you know, it's, it's over. Godless people, enemies are not going to trample your city anymore. Rise up from the dust. Okay, that's a beautiful phrase, but I remind you, whoever hears that, rise up from the dust. They are in the dust. You know, if you are in the dust, you've just been through some crazy stuff, you know, but it's over. 
It's over. Rise up from the dust. I, I love it. Now, verse 7. I said one of my favorite verses. I don't know if it's my favorite verse. I just remember this verse from when I was a kid. And I've always really sort of looked up. I've always, I'm sure it's my calling. As a kid, before I knew I would be a preacher, I always just idolized and looked up to preachers. I love my preachers. Um, but I remember this verse thinking, okay, that's weird. It's that, how beautiful are the feet of those, you know, who bring good news. Uh, I just remember, you know, our pastor would read that and I guess apply it to himself or other people would apply it to our pastor. And I'm just thinking, feet? I mean, you know, like, I'm sorry, feet are not the most beautiful part of any person's body. Have you looked at a foot? You know, I mean, feet are awful. And I don't know you personally. I don't know who you are watching me right now, but I guarantee you, your feet are not beautiful. You know, that's why we wear shoes. <laughs> feet are not pretty. You know, some of you got bunions and hammer toe and all that stuff. It's like, you know, what in the world? And I just remember thinking, as much as I love my pastor, man, I, I, I don't really want to think about his feet. You, you know what I'm saying? Um, so what is chapter 7 talking about? Because we quote this a lot, and it's even quoted in the New Testament, how beautiful on the mountains are the feet of him who bring good news. All right, what's that? Well, it is not a, what's the word, podiatric, your podiatrist. It's not a podia, it's, this is not a statement of podiatric aesthetics, you know. We're not, we're not so much talking about the beauty of the feet, it's the beauty of the news, you know. So the image here, the idea is this messenger. Think about the ancient world. There's no Twitter, there's no Facebook, there's no cell phone, there's no newspaper. The only way to get news, good or bad, the only way to get news from one location to another location is to send a messenger, and that messenger would go on foot. And because in many cases, it was very important to get the message there as soon as possible, we would send a, 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 a quick-footed runner, you know, a runner. Isn't this something about how the, the, the marathon was, you know, first created it wasn't a sporting event it wasn't recreational dudes like me out for fun you know it's the idea that a message had to be carried and it had to be carried over great distance and we need somebody whose feet can take it you know and so this verse how beautiful on the mountains are the feet of the messenger who brings good news you know again it ain't the feet if you have just carried a, a message running barefoot through the mountains over miles, when you arrive, your feet are going to be bloody and blistered, and your feet are going to be red and swollen. I, I guess it's like, you know, when you look, at, you look in the face of your grandma and you see wrinkles and bags. Uh, my grandma loved her so much. She had dark circles around her eye like a raccoon, you know, these dark, dark circles and um, you know, wrinkles and saggy jaws and all of that. But my goodness, I loved her so much, you know? It's like you look in the face of your spouse after you've been married for 60 years and you see wrinkles and you see AIDS, you know, liver spots or whatever, but it's all beautiful to you because the wrinkles, the, you know, the dark spots, they tell stories of vacations and uh, and sorrow and work and a life lived of love and companionship. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, it's scarred and wounded, but all those scars tell a story of love. And so, yeah, it, it's a redefinition of what beauty is because it's not beauty like, you know, on a 
you know, ola vole commercial. It's a beauty that comes from love and sacrifice and suffering for the sake of others. You know what I'm saying? And so when it says how beautiful are the feet, man, those feet are blistered and bruised. And at the same time, man, those feet are carrying the news that, that salvation has come and the night of sorrow is over and your suffering is done, you know, and you can rise up from the dust now and you can walk out free, you know, and you're free from your addiction and you're forgiven from your sins. It's the news of salvation. How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of the messenger who brings good news, the news of peace and salvation, the good news that our God reigns, you know what I'm saying? That is not a podiatric, you know, uh, assessment, you know, that is that is a celebration of news. Have you ever waited for good news and you waited and you waited and you waited and finally you hear the news you've been longing for, you know? That is beautiful news, you know, and, and that's the spirit of verse 7. It's not so much about feet. It's about the message, you know. So I guess there's two things. It's the, it's the joy that comes from waiting for good news, but also, obviously, the one who gets to share good news, you know. And, and the bottom line is, we're talking about the, the message our God brings, the message of the gospel, um, and people are longing to hear it. I mean, I mean, you as a believer, you can walk out there today and, and you can be the one. You can bring the one that brings good. You could be the one with beautiful feet, you know? There are people out there laying in the dust and you could walk out there if you would and say, because of Jesus, man, I can declare to you, rise up from the dust. I mean, that's that's the message and that's the purpose and that's the reason that you're here. You know, somebody out there right now needs to hear the good news that you could bring if you would get your sorry feet moving, you know? You know what I'm saying? Um, enough of that. Um, let me just point out to you, and we'll pick up on Monday. I'm going to point out to you that in verse 13 of chapter 52, so where we are today, verse 13 begins what we call the fourth servant song. Remember, we've been talking about the servant songs in Isaiah. This is the fourth one. It starts in chapter in chapter 52, verse 13, but it's going to continue all the way through chapter 53. So where we pick up on Monday, sort of pick up there, or at least understand that chapter 53, the song that is in chapter 53 begins back in chapter 52, verse 13, all right? So for Monday, I want you to read chapter 53, but just connect it with the last part of chapter 52, okay? So I'll see you, Lord willing, Monday morning, 10 o'clock for 10 with 10, we'll be in Isaiah chapter 53. Honestly, a beautiful, beautiful, heartbreaking a uh, soul-stirring song about what Jesus has done for us in the prophet Isaiah chapter 53, okay? So listen, have a great weekend. If I don't see you in church, Woodburn Baptist Church, uh, Sunday morning, 8, 9, 30, or 11, I will see you, Lord willing, Monday morning, uh, right here for Tim and Tim. I love you guys so much. I'll, I'll see you Monday.